And now, from Star Worldwide Networks, it's time for Don Cromwell Live, an insightful, entertaining look into all aspects of the music industry. You'll never hear music the same way again. Now, here's your host, producer, songwriter, musician, and former Air Supply and Eddie Money bassist, Don Cromwell. Yeah, welcome everybody to Don Cromwell Live. So happy to have you here tonight. Hard to believe we're blowing through this year. It's March 30th, 2022. Beautiful day here in Los Angeles. Again, so happy to have you here, whether you're listening live at the very moment or at the podcast some future date. Before I introduce my very special guest, I'm excited to have her on. I want to acknowledge the passing of the great Foo Fighters drummer, Taylor Hawkins. Everybody knows by now, Taylor, age 50 years old, passed away unexpectedly just hours before going on stage. I've never met Taylor, but a lot of my music buddies know him. Everybody speaks so highly of him. So RIP Taylor Hawkins and just, uh, you know, pray for him and pray for my buddy Michael Bloodgood, who's still in recovery from a stroke. Great bass player, great musician, and just, you know, Live every day, everybody. That's all I can tell you. But without further ado, I'm really honored to have this lady here tonight. Kind of out of the blue. Thank you, Lori Reamer. That's how we roll. But we've got several things we're talking about. Her wonderful, varied career. A wonderful event that she's going to be part of next Monday. But welcome, Miss Rebecca Holden. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Don. It's wonderful to be here with you today. And I just want to echo the sentiment that you just expressed. We must cherish every single moment. We never know what's ahead. And we've lost so many wonderful people this year. And yeah, yeah we got to just, you know, find the joy in, in every moment of life. It's It sounds so simple, but it's kind of a repeating theme. And I, I always say one of the biggest motivations for me doing the show is just to be positive and put good things out there, music, and uh, actually, you're again, we're going to talk about your career, which far expands the music business, that's for sure, but it really is, it, 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 you know, so many people, they can find the negative in things or whatever it is, but all of a sudden, you know, things change and, and you, you have to deal with it, so I could tell the minute I met you out front in the car, and I appreciate you getting here a little early even though we were rushed i was rushed right at the end uh, taking care of a few technical things but you just light up the room the minute you walk in you're so sweet well as we both know music can sort of lift our spirits and it has a, a magical power doesn't it yeah. to um unite us all and uh, inspire us right and music is is healing yeah it is, and and again yours you've done so many things as an actress and to cross over into the, uh, what came first, the singing or the acting? Oh, music was always my life. Uh -huh. I, I started studying piano when I was seven years old, I think. So my parents gave me lessons, and I sang in all the school choirs and school plays and the madrigal singers, and I even uh, accompanied uh, on the piano for all the, all the choirs and everybody uh, auditioning for all-state band and, yeah. and all-state choir <laughs> and all-state orchestra and and music was just a huge portion of my life always we always had music in our home and and then i i majored in music and and voice and piano studied classical uh, music and i'm grateful for all the the training that i have because it's it's has served me well throughout my life you know with all the various band members and so on and making charts and and so on so i've always had that um basic foundation to fall back on, but I was studying music in, in New York, continuing with my music studies and in voice and piano there, and was discovered by a talent agent, mm. as it goes, and, yeah. and put under contract for Breck Shampoo and started doing oh. numerous television commercials for oh. Ivory Soap and Dentine and yeah. Cheerios and Kellogg's and <laughs> lots of commercials. And then Aaron Spelling saw one of those commercials that aired on the Super Bowl. Many people remember Aaron Spelling as one of the most prolific uh, television episodic producers. And pretty soon my agent sent me out to the West Coast. And this career started in television and film that I had really never envisioned. Music was my life, but I'm very grateful for what 
happened on my journey because I've met so many wonderful, oh, wonderful sure people and had the privilege of working with just fabulous people and making so many friends and traveling the globe. And it's it's been a joy, and yeah. a true blessing. Yeah, well, we're audio only, but uh, Rebecca's a beautiful lady, and I can only imagine, you know, Aaron seeing you back in the day. Of course, the Breck commercials, you had to have the hair, and you still got the hair. <laughs> uh, look fantastic. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I... I printed out. I don't always do that, but you had so many, have so many amazing credits uh, as an you. actress and as a singer. That's but sweet uh, of you. so you went to North Texas State. You're a Texas mm-hmm, girl, mm-hmm. And, and I know. And I was telling you before the show, two of my very dear friends went to North Texas, and and I know what a great music school that is. Thank you. It's yeah. known for its music yeah. department. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know that that foundation of classical music has been a, a real blessing. Of course, I'm a Texas girl, so yeah, yeah. we have that Texas accent. That's right, I heard but, that. <laughs> it, but uh, you, I love how you said it's kind of diluted by this and yes. that, but, but I, it still comes through. Well, when I was in New York, of course, doing commercials, they don't want any kind of regional accent at all. So I would kind of flip into that classical training mode of when you're singing Italian arias and French art songs and German leader, you have to sing on a pure vowel sound. As we know, in the South, we make three syllables out of every one. (laughs) So when I would go back home, it was sort of slip back in. And and when I'm around friends, it comes out. Yeah, well, you know, nothing like that Southern accent uh, to get going. (laughs) But you've been in L.A. for how long? Probably a long time now. A long time now, yeah. And and I went back and forth between New York and L.A. for a long time and then uh, to Nashville because I was on Curb Records doing a country album. So I, I was in Nashville for a great deal of time. Yeah, how long I toured did you... out of there. Oh, all you did? My, all my band members were there, and so we, we toured out of there. And then I ended up touring a lot overseas, Germany, Austria, um, because Knight Rider was so big in Switzerland, yeah. Austria, and Germany, and so on. So I did a lot of touring um, over in Europe. Yeah. Uh, interesting. So back to the Nashville thing. What mm-hmm. years were you in Nashville, uh, roughly? I say late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, not yeah. that long ago. Yeah, I was on Curb Records. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm Curb Records. Picture yeah. it on Music Row. Yeah. Uh, we talk a lot about Nashville on this show because a lot of my friends moved there in the mid-90s. and A lot of people are still moving there now. So yeah. many people are moving out of California. I know. And they're headed to Nashville. I, I just came back from there a few weeks ago. Oh, tell me And about the it. traffic is getting terrible. Yeah, because, that's what I hear. Because Nashville is just booming. Yeah, yeah. My buddy, uh, one of my good buddies played bass on Shania's records. Oh. Great, great talent, Mr. Joe Shimei. Oh. Joe, if you're listening, I got to have him on. He, he's a brilliant talent. He says, D.C., you won't recognize it. It's nothing but tall, skinny houses and cranes everywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah. I know it's an extremely popular destination. It keeps yeah. crossing my radar. Uh, Danny here, uh, going to help us out with some music a little bit later, uh, tells me it's an itch. I got a scratch, but I don't know, man. I don't know if that ship has sailed, uh, <laughs> but it's probably something I just need I'm to go sure back there. I'm sure Nashville would welcome you warmly. Yeah. Both of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's a great town, and I great people and some very dear friends of mine have recently gotten rid of everything in california lock stock and barrel they're tennessee bound and they love it i hope they do yeah, yeah. where did you live when you lived there uh hendersonville hey, sure uh, yeah, i know it well yeah, yeah. goodlettsville hendersonville yes, yes exactly yeah i'm checking and them i was all. down in brentwood for a while yeah, yeah. so nice so to, you know the town oh i know it i used yes. to go four or five times a year but i haven't been there in like Six years since everything really started to go crazy. And I was president of the Music City Christian Fellowship while I was there. Oh. And I, I emceed and performed on all of the Sunday morning country shows, which was were held during... during um, uh, fanfare week, and we did some at the Ryman Auditorium, some at the um, Opry House, yeah. and some at the Roy Acuff Theater, and just great, great yeah. times. Well, I can there. see you fitting in with that that whole scenario for right. sure. So, how would t- before we move on to mm-hmm. some of your acting things and other music and playing some music? Um, how how did your country career go? Was it? I was actually signed by a guy with Curb, who was in Los Angeles, named Dick Whitehouse at mm-hmm. the time. Yes, yeah. so I was signed out here, but recorded down there. And then I recorded a gospel album for, for Europe on BMG, and yeah, so I've had a wonderful time. Yeah, did any of your songs chart? Or how, yeah, you do? Highway Runs Both Ways did extremely well. All right, yeah, perfect. We, we had a good run with those. And, you know, it's, it's, it's fun because... Um, 
I've sung in so many different genres, uh, not only the classical and the big band and the uh, American songbook and country and gospel, and then now a lot of pop stuff with some some groups like... Um, uh, Full Force, yeah. who of course you know produced the Backstreet Boys yeah. and yep. and uh, did, just did a lot of duets with people like uh, legendary Engelbert Humperdinck yep. and John Cicada and Bill Medley of the Righteous Brothers, uh, Full Force, who who um, just. It's, yeah. it's been a, gr- a great ride and, and a real challenge yeah. to sing uh, duets with so many different male voices. Yeah, you know, and 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 figure out the the harmony parts to uh, it, to match my voice with their range, and it's it's been great and yeah. a lot of variety. Yeah, and and I know Nashville, you get the great musicians, so you, I'm sure you had a great yeah. little band behind great you. Great studio players yeah. there and, so. and touring musicians as well. Yeah. Yes. Now, do you still sing live? I, I mean, I know you're singing uh, this coming Monday, but I mean, regularly? Are, yes, are you out there? Yeah, and I get asked so often to sing our national anthem for events. I just did a big event called Amp Fest down in Miami. And then just last week, I did Operation Gratitude. Oh, nice. Uh, that's a wonderful national organization which does care packages for the troops. Oh, nice. And they had a huge anniversary celebration. Nice. There were over 200 volunteers that day, and they actually made 6,000 care packages that day so i did a lot of patriotic music for for those for that particular event and i sing a lot of those type events yeah yeah those are fun that says a lot about you and and your character um so uh, all like i say just thinking about music why don't we uh play one of these and i wrote which uh, one we were going to start with uh because we had to change up a little bit uh and yes, these are these are from an older album, yeah. actually. Because yeah, you can the flash drive you said did did yeah. learn of some of the current ones. She she, she we brought gonna... a flash drive and we were making <laughs> some stuff. Uh, they all said do not duplicate or something to that effect, and it, it showed the CD showed finalized, but but they're not showing up on here. So I should have probably emailed you. Uh, MP3s before we start. Yeah, yeah, well, that's okay. Yeah. Next time around. But we're going to play a song, start off with a song called Dreams Come True. Why don't you tell us about that one? Uh, Dreams Come True, I recorded with John Cicada, who I admire so very much. And we have both the ballad version and the up-tempo version, the dance club remix. And that song has really become the number one wedding song. Really? Uh, Yes. And people send me the most amazing videos. A lot of um, huge, gigantic weddings, even in the Far East and Malaysia and and all over the place. Uh, Fantastic weddings where they're, they're using this song for their most special moment. Oh, well. <laughs> now I want it to be special. Dreams come true. So I think this one is the, is the dance version that, that uh, Danny's going to play. All right. Let's hear it. It's based on the Paco Bell Cannon, as you can probably tell. The producers put lyrics to it. And I like it. I can see him going wild in the clubs. No music, no no voice. Should there be a voice sheet by now?
ready to hit the dance floor in Ibiza <laughs> with that one. That's cool. So that's a while ago, that song? Uh-huh, just a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Well, I can see why it's popular at weddings. Oh, thank you. Well, they usually, usually use the ballad version during for, for the wedding events. But, yeah. Uh, yeah the well, that'll, that'll pack the dance floor, that radio-like one. Radio-like the so, dance version. So how did that duet come about? Uh, we had the song and um, picked John Sakata, who was working with a friend down in Miami, Rudy Perez, who's one of the um, uh, Spanish version producers. He, he does the Latin awards down there every year, and mm-hmm. he was working with John and suggested that we uh, do a duet of it. Yeah. And then kind of that led into doing all the other duets. Yeah, well, you certainly had an interesting mix of male singers to work with that's yes, for sure yes even gary puckett and steve tyrell gary and, puckett yeah, and the union gap yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And that's fantastic now uh, i'm moving over to the actress side for a second because sure. i was reading uh, something that uh, Lori sent me and because she described and i don't know much about soap operas to be perfectly honest but <laughs> she calls your character on general hospital diabolical Elena. Yes, she was. Yeah, and and usually I always play the the good girls, but a, a lot. Of, <laughs> actually, looking back, often I got to play the the evil one. Yeah, um, and a lot of the producers told me it was because I had such a wholesome all American look right. that they would be surprised in the end if I turned out to actually be the the bad character. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it, those were always fun to play. I I enjoyed playing them. They were they were fun, and as long as she got her comeuppance in the end, yeah. you know, yeah, and that the message of the piece was not to do evil, so, right? Yeah. And soap operas. I mean, again, I've seen it when I was when they were supplied. We we did three episodes of Santa Barbara. Ah, I, yeah, I, I it remember was a popular that. One. Yeah, and yeah. and it was. I just remember hanging around a lot mm-hmm. for a short amount of filming, at least. In our role, uh-huh. uh, which was uh, unique, it was a unique scene. You're looking back upon it, kind of corny, but uh, soap operas are such a big thing for so many people. I mean, did you enjoy doing that? Yes, and it was a different way of working, of uh-huh. course, because uh, you're shooting a whole hour show in in one day, you know, as to seven days uh, to doing an episodic television show or the comedies, all the sitcoms. You know, you'd rehearse them for four days and then shoot and do camera blocking and then shoot before a live audience. So soaps is a lot of material in a very short time. Oh, yeah. So you have to be disciplined. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's, it was, but it's really like a family. The, the yeah. cast becomes very close when you're working that way. Yeah. Is yeah. Kirsten Storms on that? Do you know her, Kirsten? 
I don't know. She, okay, she's on one of those soap operas. It might be One Life to Live or something. But Tristan Rogers was the person that I did most of my oh. scenes with. He was well known for years on General Hospital. He played the infamous character Scorpio. Do you know that, Danny? I sure do. <laughs> Danny knew Scorpio. I figured she, she did. Goes, yes, I know. Because I know some people are just like really diehard fans. Yeah, yes. it, and they have a, a fan like event breakfast every year and you know people come to that and they go they've they've already got their their t tickets for next year already in advance before that this one even comes on yeah and, and so. speaking of uh, your fans rebecca has a really nice website uh, rebecca holdenen.com i did look at it it's really nice it i mean your list of credits like Thank i say you. i printed them out because i mean i couldn't even announce them all but oh. uh, i mean night rider you were a regular there yes. i remember seeing david hasloff we were Air supply. We were flying to Australia and had a night rocker. Yes. Remember that, that was, black jacket he had? That was the night rocker album. Was the album that actually broke his yeah in Germany career. Yeah. Yeah. He was yes. really big. And over he still there. plays stadiums. Oh, he does. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. His his music career career was not really. Um, prolific here in the United States, exactly. but, but huge in Europe. Yes, yeah. I, I remember. And Australia as well. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah and as a matter of fact, he was flying over there to Australia, mm -hmm. but I just remember him walking down the aisle and he had his black <laughs> night rocker yes. jacket on. A super nice guy, though. Yes. He was very, very friendly yes. with us. Um, General Hospital, we just talked about, but you know, you were on some of the biggest shows. Magnum P.I. I was my, very blessed to work a lot. My sister loved Tom Selleck. She was, he was a wonderful, yeah? wonderful guy to work with. Oh, yes, good. Very I'll generous. To, I'll have to yes. tell her that. Yes. Uh, and I'm just going to go through, I mean, Night Court, which was mm -hmm. pretty darn funny. Happy Days. Yes. What was that like? Yeah, uh, terrific. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I loved doing the sitcoms. Yeah. And that one, of course, was at, at Paramount. And yeah. uh, Gary was a fabulous producer director um taxi i did at paramount yeah um night court uh they wanted me to do a second episode that um harry was going to actually direct uh but i was already booked on another show and uh, could do it. but that was that was the same group of people really the same team that had done barney miller and uh, i did a barney oh. and and danny arnold who was the creator of the show actually came back and directed that episodes. Wow. Those well, guys were t terrific. We had as much fun off camera as we did on. They yeah. Just uh, wonderful. A show that was a lot of people's favorites still is Taxi. Yeah. Yeah. No. That was a memorable yeah. episode. Yeah. Great great cast and, of and characters. My, my episode uh, was with uh, Tony Danza. Oh. It was just a, a delight. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Uh, Three's Company. Yeah. Yeah. John like? Ritter was yeah, amazing. I know. You know, R.I.P. John. All this, those shows, he was so good at physical comedy, mm -hmm. and every plot was really a setup to let John do his thing, and he was amazing. We lost him much too soon. Yeah, yeah. That just goes back to what we talked about. Yeah. Um, and then, Police Squad. Yes. I, I mean, I remember that one. <laughs> Leslie man. Nielsen. Yes. yes. Oh. And, and they only did about seven episodes, I think, of that show, but it has developed such a cult following. Really? Yeah, they put the, the series out on, on DVD. Yeah, that was a... That was a fun one. Yeah, T.J. Hooker with our yes, with William Captain Shatner. Kirk and yes, <laughs> yes, that I, was yes. That I was saw a few of those. I remember. You remember these? Yeah, well, I do. You know, I I, I certainly do. Uh, and again, your career kind of takes you to uh, other places too. Whether you either host or you're part. Uh, and I see Academy of Country Music Awards. What did you do there? I actually sang on the ACM Awards when. Lee Greenwood was nominated for the song I O U, but he couldn't be there, and so he asked me to to sing the song really? in his place. Yeah. Oh, I gotta look that yeah. up. I think George Jones was nominated. Um, uh, um, John Anderson was nominated. Um, Tom Wopat was nominated, and. Uh, Gary Morris, he had the song "Wind Beneath My Wings," which I think won actually won that year. You know, he had he had a huge country hit on that song, yeah. um, even before Bette Midler had the pop hit wow. on it. That was a great song. And, and talking about weddings, yeah. everybody has. That oh, one, I know. You know sings that and and you know that touch a great song that crosses all the genres. You know, that's the magic mm -hmm. word in the music business: mm -hmm. crossover. Yeah. And uh, what do you feel about the state of today's country music? You know, it's a lot different. A lot of people love it. Some people don't embrace it too much. How do you feel about today's country music? It's, it's interesting. I was just down in Nashville because I, yeah. I don't really 
find many country stations in LA. Yeah. So I really had a wonderful time. I just kept it on a country station the whole time I was down there. And they played a lot of the, the oldies, you yeah. know, but um, yeah, it's there, there are certain songs that really hit you. It's, Nashville is about the song. Yeah. Oh, you know? absolutely. And some of the most wonderful evenings I've ever spent, the most wonderful, memorable, entertaining evenings I've ever spent are, are nights at the Bluebird, where they have writer's nights, and they have... Uh, in the round, where songwriters sit around in a circle just with their guitars, all acoustic, and they sing the songs that they wrote. And it's so wonderful to hear the songs performed by the writer rather than the artist, you know, where you, you hear the song in a completely different way, fully produced, and to hear the song stripped down um, from the writer's heart singing it the way they actually wrote it it's a it's a wonderful wonderful uh yeah. way to hear hear a song and you really hear the lyrics that way yeah and, and nashville's all about the song yeah <laughs> it, it is it, it always has and always will be and they're real real picky i mean you know like i say i used to regularly go there and and i re I've come and uh, Ken Green, you're you're trying to call in, but you're calling in my personal cell phone. <laughs> uh, you want to call four? I'm sorry, six zero two four nine four five six nine nine. Ken, if you can hear me, not my cell phone. You need to dial the network six zero two four nine four five six nine nine. Thanks, and I'll text that to you if I don't hear from you soon. But anyway, I'm sorry. I, he was calling this phone. I said, "Well, that's not going to do much." <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're it, not going to get that one on no. any more than we're going to get those songs that we tried to. to oh, I know. Hey, show. listen. As, as Rock and Robin said, I've been through it all. I, I had Eddie Money on probably more than anybody over oh, the years, and uh, God rest him. What a so, talent! Oh, I miss him terribly. I'm sure. But you do. Uh, yeah, I've had him on, and he wouldn't show up like. 20 minutes oh, after would start, you know, and I would just be playing his songs, of course. <laughs> and then I had a guest not that long ago, uh, the lead singer from Firefall. Mm -hmm. Can't remember his name right now. Great guy, great band. And six o'clock comes and goes, and Robin and I are talking. Robin's back in Phoenix. So I'm here in the LA area, but she does such a great job for me production wise. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll bring him on very shortly. Thanks, uh, Robin. And, uh, but uh, totally lost my train of thought. Oh, and so six o'clock comes and I, I had their new music downloaded, like five songs, right? Mm -hmm. And I, oh, well, I'm going to have to just wing it. And I had other things I was just going to put on. And about 625, we get his phone number, call him. He was in Denver, lives in Denver, outside of Denver. And it was snowing outside. He got oh. so mesmerized with the snow, he completely <laughs> forgot it. How uh, could anybody forget you, Oh, Don? I know. I, well, <laughs> but he was fantastic. He felt horrible oh. about it. But in other words, we're used to rolling with it. Speaking of rolling with it, we got him on the phone now. We're going to bring him on because uh, part of the reason we're here and Rebecca's here uh, is to promote an event coming up this Sunday. I'm sorry, Monday, April Monday 4th. Evening. And uh, Ken Green is the organizer. Ken, are you there, buddy? Uh, yes, I am, Donnie. How are you? Good, and thanks for picking up on my, because I see you calling my cell like, holy. Anyway. Uh, it's on every number. That's no problem. Uh, I forget if you've met Rebecca, but you can say hi to her, please. Hi, Ken. Looking forward to Monday night with you. Me too. We we have become text friends. Yes, uh, that's right. Well, she's she's even better in person. Just a wonderful lady. Uh, I, I'm excited about the whole event, and we're going to talk about it more. But uh, Ken Green, for those out there, um, used to book a little local club here called Bogies, which he did an amazing job of putting that place on the map and giving a lot of great great talent a place to play. Now he's moved on to some other things, and you are spearheading the event Monday. Go ahead, Ken, and talk about it in the way that you. You'd like to promote it? I guess for me, it's personal. Um, I'm 66 years old, so I grew up with World War II in my rear view, hoping to never see anything like it again. And, you know, after 50 years or so, you start to believe that perhaps the human race has evolved and it's not going to happen again. And then this madman proves us wrong. And for so many reasons, it pisses me off. 
for one, my grandmother was Russian, and a, a more wonderful woman you would never meet. For two, Russia is a beautiful country. They've given us art, architecture, literature, you know, people like Rachmaninoff and Shostakovich and Tolstoy, Dostoevsky. Russia is not Putin. I truly believe that Russia doesn't know what's going on over there and that the problem is Putin. And rather than start a world war over this, my goal, and I'm working with a group called Worlds United with our Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dee Snyder, and some other luminaries to get through the Iron Curtain of uh, the social media blockage there. They don't get news. I mean, we get biased news, but at least we get all sides of biased news. They get nothing but government propaganda. If you try to voice your opinion over there, it gets stifled. So they're thinking that they're going to the Ukraine for some magnanimous purpose, like to denazify the place, which is a friggin' joke, because the president of Ukraine is Jewish. So I don't think that's got much credibility. Anyway, it really shook me up, and I decided that something needed to be done, and mustering up the resources that I have, which are mostly um, amazingly talented friends, I made... A hundred phone calls, and I got a hundred yeses. And everybody who's doing this, I don't know if you guys have gone over the the list of performers, but um, Dee Snyder is a dear friend of mine from high school. We used to play in a band together called The Quivering Thigh. <laughs> I never knew that. Another time. Um, we met in concert choir, and... Uh, We've worked together on a couple of things. Dee is a wonderful, charitable, erudite, articulate man, beautiful heart, completely contrary to his image, whatever that might be with Twisted Sister. Sure. If you saw him in the Senate hearings or uh, anything, you know, he's, he's, he's great. And he's going to come host, and he's going to come sing, and we're going to do a song together. It'll be the first time we played together in 50 years. Nice. We're going to do the acoustic version of We're Not Going to Take It, piano and vocals. Nice. At a slower tempo than the original. So that is worth the price of admission alone. I've got uh, Burley Drummond and Mary Harris from Ambrosia. Wonderful people. Scarlett Rivera, who I believe is going to be touching base with us in a couple of minutes. For those of you who don't know Scarlett, she is a magnificent woman and a phenomenal talent who actually launched Bob Dylan to another level, if you can believe it, with her violin work on um, uh, Desire, particularly Hurricane, which is kind of her signature song, which she'll be performing with Steve Estelle, Fuzby Morris, Freebo, and Greg Anton. Rob Morrow of Billions fame and Northern Exposure, if you're old like me, he'll be there. Buster Acree, we got uh, Freebo and Rebecca Holden, uh, Steve Pastel from Immediate Family, Dave Murata, Culver Hyen, John Mater, Kiki Epson, Ed Begley Jr., Rick Kelling, Preston Smith, Jamie Savko, Mark Mann, um, Kenny Lee Lewis, my buddies from Pablo Cruz are going to drop by and play a little music. Rosemary Butler is going to be there, Fuzby Morris, and more and more and more. Yeah, very, uh, very impressive list for sure. The only one missing from that list is uh, Donnie Cromwell. Yeah, come on. I need to get up and do something, man. We'll do an Eddie Money song or something. That's right. Do, do it. Do something for the oh. money, man. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it off the air because this is going to go really fast. Yeah, you're talking to the right guy. Let's just consider it done, and we'll just figure out where it fits. Uh, I love it. And Eddie, because Eddie would be there in a heartbeat if he was with us. That's, that, he that's the kind of stuff he used to love that really close to his heart. Uh, well, Ken, like I said, you were always great in what you did over there at Bogies and kind of 
keeping the glue. You were the glue for a lot of bands and musicians, almost all the people you mentioned I know and love and appreciate their talent. It's going to be a hell of a night. I'm already recruiting people. I know I'll be there, and uh, especially after meeting Rebecca here and hearing what she's all about. I can't wait to hear her sing live. But it's just a great, great thing, event that you're doing, and that's going to be at the BL Dance Hall and Saloon right here in Agora Hills this Monday. Doors open at 5, $20 cover, yeah. and First of Open the Five will um, probably be showing some videos. Again, this is a group I want everyone to look into. It's called World United Live, and it's a bunch of luminaries trying to basically penetrate the iron wall of, of media over there and get the Russians to get rid of Putin so that we don't have to get more involved than we are. Yeah. So we're going to do some of that. You know, there'll be some political stuff. I know Ed Begley is an activist. Quite a few of us are. And I think, actually... Today, as I posted probably a month ago on Facebook, we're all Ukraine. Because if this can happen there, it can happen anywhere. And we can't allow it. We have to stop it now. And music and community will bring that together. I can't think of a better place to do it at the former borderline, where they've already witnessed incredible adversity and come together through music and community to heal. And that's what this is all about. It's about our community, you know, being safe, feeling safe. Feeling empowered, not impotent, uh, helpless, unable to to stop these crazed forces around the planet. And uh, I think that's our job. And I don't know anybody better to do it than the musician friends I know like you and all the great players I just mentioned. So Uh, I'm proud to be part of this. Awesome. Well, I'm proud of what you're doing. And I think we do have Scarlett on the phone. Scarlett, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, darling. It's the Don Cromwell here, and I'm here with Rebecca Holden. Of course, you know Ken Green's on there. Welcome, Scarlett. It's a pleasure to have you uh, contribute, and I can't wait to hear you be part of the great evening that's uh, promising and sh- really shaping up for Monday. I am thrilled to be part of it. I'm so thrilled that uh, Ken Green uh, went out of his way and uh, really put time, effort, and energy passion into making this happen and this may be the first of a of a bigger one to come yeah absolutely absolutely uh scarlett are you local you're in the la area or where do you live yes i'm i'm in la yeah okay well that that's great and you know your credits and stuff with the bob dylan tracy chapman some of the greatest artists and uh again i can't wait to dig in deeper maybe do an own a separate show just with you but uh i'll tell you like i said i'd never met Rebecca until tonight and just when I first met her she's an amazing woman amazing talent and just the virtual nature of it and uh, that's happening emanating forth and and again the list of people that can just rattle off it's pretty impressive it is very impressive impressive I'm sorry Scarlett go ahead oh well you know I was hearing a little bit about uh about Ken's family background in Russia, and 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 I wanted to say that um, I don't have family background in the east Eastern Europe, but I was part of a um, a rock a rock band, a superstar rock band out of Germany in the eighties, and we went behind the Iron Curtain before it came down. One of the few, I'm mean, probably one of the few women instrumentalists to ever you know, perform deep behind in Rostock, and it was a grim and chilling experience. Um, Mm. And uh, that is where Putin got, you know, his training was in East Germany as part of the KGB, and they are masters at um, propaganda, disinformation. That's where they mastered it, and that's where they mastered, Mm. he mastered his... uh, a dark art of, of total uh, uh, domination of humanity and um, and stripping people of the right to uh, do absolutely anything. And this is in the middle of the daytime, and not a single soul is walking on the street because if you were not where you were supposed to be, you would be, you know, put in the gulag or shot. Yeah. Wow. Um, and uh, and the other thing that I did with music that made a difference was. You know, Hurricane, which contributed to the fundraisers at Madison Square Garden specifically 
uh, and the Astrodome, which raised significant funds for uh, uh, Reuben Carter's legal defense fund, which oh, awesome. eventually got him out. Wow. Uh, I mean, number one, thank you for the insight about Germany and or, you know, Putin and his background. And yeah, what a wonderful thing to be part of. Uh, I remember that very well, those those concerts. Great. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, awesome. All right. So, uh, Ken, any final words and we'll get back to Rebecca. But uh, uh, again, I just think it's awesome what you're doing. I can't look forward to seeing and hearing you and Dee Snyder on stage, baby. Come on. It's making me a little nervous. Can't wait. Making me a little nervous. He wants me to play it exactly like the cancer charity commercial that he did. So I'm, I'm, which I'm shedding. But I guess uh, the last message I would leave to everyone is we are a community. And as a community, we stand. And if, if, if ever we've seen the strength of community, it's in Ukraine right now. There's a country. It was the David to Russia's Goliath. It should have been crushed by now, but they're refusing. This is what community does. And you build community, you know, one block at a time. And the group of people that I asked to play, nobody said no unless they were out of town on tour. Everybody, all they've said, like Scarlett, is whatever I can do. And it's a beautiful thing to, to merge music community, the needs of the community, adversity. So all I'm asking you, whoever's listening, please come down. It's only 20 bucks to get in. If that's all you can afford, that money's going to Ukraine. If there's you know more you want to donate, that money's going to, the, to Ukraine. The wonderful folks at BL Dancehall, Brian Hines, uh, Noel Frawley, they are giving us the venue for free. So there's no cost to us. All the proceeds, except for the the food costs and wine and all, uh, go to Ukraine. So please come join us and have a wonderful night listening to some of the best music ever. Yeah, yeah. women on this call right now. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Ken Green, thank you so much. Scarlett Rivera for checking in. I can't wait to know more about you and your music. Thank you, uh, Rebecca, Ken, and yeah. thank you, Scarlett. And it's an honor to be a part of your event on Monday night, and I look forward to meeting both of you in person. Same here, Rebecca. Thank Likewise. you so much for doing this. Yeah. Okay, you kick ass, Ken. We'll see you guys on Monday night. Looking forward. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you both. You take care. Thank you, Donnie. Yeah, you bet, Ken. Uh, so cool, man. I mean, really, I mean, the, the, the list of people, I, I know at least 80% of them, just great talent. And I believe that nobody said no, because why wouldn't you? Every, this has affected everybody. We're finally coming out of COVID. We finally start resembling a little bit of normalcy and, and this craziness. Well, musicians are, are passionate people that have soft hearts and are caring and loving people. I mean, that's what artists are. And so I think most of them are, are usually uh, very willing to give of themselves. And, and music is indeed a healer. I think the situation over there is more complex than, than most of us can even imagine. And I think some, some truths are going to come to light that may surprise all of us. But I know that all of our hearts are with the Ukrainian People And I think there are many of us here in the United States who have friends there or personal stories that have made this whole situation very personal uh, to each of us. I know my family has raised show dogs. They've imported dogs from Kiev. And so we forged friendships with Ukrainians. And we're hearing stories of, of many of them in bomb shelters, um, loading up all the dogs in the kennels and putting them in a van and trying to make it to the border. So these personal stories make it very real to us what's going on. And so I think all of us, you know, have have a heart for for anyone going through this type of situation and whatever we can do to contribute in any small way we we always want to say yes and so i applaud ken yeah. for putting on this event and scarlet i look forward to meeting her as well and yeah. all the musicians on monday night i i i, I look forward yeah, to being it's, a part of it it's going to expand your world it's going to expand their world and again i'd never met scarlet uh, of course i know of her work i mean and again some of the stuff with bob dylan is legendary 
Indigo Girls too. She she worked with a, a great band. Mm. But uh, yeah, you as a singer and an entertainer, you're going to meet a lot of great great people. Marion Burley from uh, <clears throat> Ambrosia, two very dear friends. Just everybody can mention salt of the earth people. You know, yeah. just like you are, um. I can tell that from the first get go. But it's just you just said you've said it several times. Me, music can help heal, and yes. and I think, and it unifies us. Yeah. All. There's there's no more unifying feeling than when um, musicians collaborate. It's a very collaborative uh, endeavor, and when we're all feeling the same emotions at the same time and and then the listeners are brought into that drawn into that with us it's a yeah. it's a uniter and it's an uplifter of the soul awesome so show dogs are they still doing that yes yeah. i showed at westminster kennel club in manhattan when i was uh, just 12 years old yeah <laughs> you are the forest gump man you got you got it all going on yeah the, it was a fun time it was our family hobby and we all enjoyed it together and traveled together on weekends and i think when when families have whatever hobby is their passion and you do it together um it it brings families really together i loved my parents i was very blessed to grow up in such a wonderful family they still in home. texas i lost my parents oh, uh-huh. and uh, i miss them every single day mm-hmm. uh, but you know what losses i asked you yeah. just experienced your own yeah recently yeah and we all experience it it's at it's some tough. point it's tough yeah you know but as we said, music kind of keeps us going. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 thrilled because I can tell for you even though all of your accomplishments you're still fired up, you're still looking to do new things and Absolutely. fired That's up what and, keeps us going and inspired. getting up in the morning, right? I, I agree and, sure. and you know, it really may you know, it's the blessing and the curse of being an artist, you know, it's it's frustrating, it's an up and down roller coaster ride, but you know, it it's it's a blessing in the sense that it always gives you I always say I go to bed with a dream and wake up with a song in my heart pretty much every day, something in in my brain and Aww, not always great that. yeah, yeah but uh, now speaking of which let's get back to a little music uh, we got a song we're going to play called small star let's talk about that well i love the lyrics of this song because it really says that um no matter how how small contribution we think we can make a difference in this world and i think you know we're all given our own unique gifts and abilities and talents. Everyone is different. God passes out different. It would be redundant if we were all the same, right? So everybody has their unique gift. And then I think you talk about a dream. Our dreams are planted into our hearts to inspire us and motivate us to use those gifts to make a difference in the world. And when we do that, we inspire the next person to make a difference Mm -hmm. and then the next person. And it becomes sort of like a little ripple effect. And pretty soon the The world is a better place. Awesome. Small star. You don't have to feel brave to be brave. You don't have to feel strong to be strong You don't have to feel inspiring to inspire Remember when your road is rough and long Even a small star shines in the darkness Someone somewhere to see It lights the way For those in the distance That's what your courage means to Maybe there are times you feel lonely Like no one sees the world the way you do 
Well, it really thank features you. your voice and a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you so much. Inspiring, so even to me, to, to listen to it. Oh, well, we're listening to coming it. Coming from such a, a well, thank you, talented, but, well, amazingly and, brilliant person. Well, thank and you. likewise, I mean, again, thank it's uh, again, I've had people on the show, one talent, two talent, but I mean, you kind of cover a lot of different bases and you <laughs> cover them all very well. Thank you. Uh, but true. seriously, that's a great message. And it's funny how we were just saying dreams, you know. I mean, yes. I, I do. I, I go to bed with a dream every night, yeah. even at this stage in my life. And, um, Good for you. But don't, it, don't ever stop. No, that, that really is the key, right? Yes. And, and, and I know it just keeps back. And I can tell you enjoy life. And speaking of your current things, I see that you've got a couple of new feature of films or a couple of new features you're in Hollywoodens and yeah I just did a, a faith-based film called Canaan Land won uh, a few acting awards for that one actually the Malibu Film Festival so that was you got an acting award yeah that was already right. when <laughs> uh, just a few months ago oh my gosh good for you yeah. yeah you know things during the pandemic they weren't exactly in the theater so uh, everything kind of changed, you know, but I have, I have some wonderful new projects come up. I was just cast as the mayor of L.A. Oh. in a new series called Vice Squad L.A., and we've got another um, film in development, uh, a show called uh, Paths, that oh. I'll star in alongside Kevin Sorbo. Oh, really? So, yeah, so a lot of exciting projects. So you're the mayor of L.A. in the movie, are you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see you change the homeless. Oh, my gosh. There we go, yeah. Yeah, really. People just hopefully they don't think you're for real. Now, and I should give kudos please. to Kevin Wax and to Laurie Reamer. You bet. And 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 their whole team at the Get Together Foundation because yeah. they do support the homeless. They the do shelter. Um, I'm so honored to be a part of anything they do because they represent what's the best in all of us, you awesome. know, with their generosity yeah. and how hard they work to actually make a difference in this world. Yeah, and, and thank you for bringing that up. Lori, we had mentioned, but Kevin, who spearheads yes. a lot of those things, yes. and I know the homeless is one of their... And, of course, they're involved in this event alongside yeah. Ken yeah. as well this Monday night. So, yeah. um, like, like he said, when Ken mentioned a moment ago... Uh, 
you don't say no to them. Yeah, because that's right. you know they they have such huge hearts, and you just say yes, sir, I'll be there. Exactly, and you know that's uh, and that th- you can lend your name and your talent, and it really means something. Th- that's the whole thing. And like I say, I had seen the list of performers, but when, as Ken was rattling off names, I'm going. Yeah, yeah, great, 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 great. These are all great talent, great talent. I mean, I'm going to, you know, promote it, continue until Thank Monday you. night. Thank you. It's uh, going to be a great evening. Is, yeah. And you can come on out yeah. to the venue yeah. there in Agora. Yeah. Or you can watch, I think, online. Yeah, Alert the Globe um, is, Alert is the streaming. Globe. Yeah. yeah, so either way, come join us. Yeah, all right. Be Listen, a part of it. Now you're a good salesperson, too. <laughs> uh, is uh, any of those things you were talking about, Is the, that's the because it says a new pilot for Comedy Central? Oh, yes, I did that too. I, I, I you can't, can't even keep up with all your accomplishments. <laughs> I love I'm it. Just, I'm just blessed to be working at something I love, and you know what that's all about. I do. You know, to get up in the morning and get to work at something that you love and that uh, about which you have passion. You know, how blessed are we? There's there's an old cliche, and I don't know how old it is, but do what you love. It's, it's not always work. it's that's not right. always easy. But what a career you've had! Uh, you. Now we have time for one more song, and we have that's the way. I feel about you. So tell us about that song. We'll play it and then we'll come back and finish up with you. Uh, this uh, song was on a sort of a country one that I did on a, an album called um, Dare to Dream a while back. So Okay. All right. Hit it. There are roads that can take you to places that you've never been. There are people, when you meet them, it's like they have lived inside your skin. There are souls you connect with so strongly, a bond that's so deep and so true. And that's the way I feel about you There are times Like a magnet You're drawn into somebody's life You don't know What you're doing Or why you are there But you know It's right There's a sense That the peace that was missing Has suddenly come into view And that's the way I feel about you There's a reason 
That at just this particular moment you came into my hands Like a gift from God that you never expected But you'll treasure your whole life through And that's the way I feel about That's the way I feel about Gorgeous once again, <laughs> mesmerized by that one. Thank hey, you. the songs worked out okay. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> oh well, the scene. But you make, you go with what you got. That's right. I'll That's tell right. you, Rebecca Holden, number one. So great to meet you. You too. And God. you know, kind of on the fly. You don't know what you're gonna get. Some strange guy running the show. And uh, uh, it's been a delight. This uh, thank afternoon. you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, well, this has been just a, a moment to cherish. Yeah, thank I you. appreciate being here. I appreciate knowing you and meeting Danny. Yeah. And it's just been a real, um, real lovely, yeah. wonderful afternoon. Well, you're thank an you. extremely gifted, beautiful woman with so much to give, and you're still giving, you're still offering. And you will be there Monday, April 4th, right around the corner, coming up this Monday at the BL dance hall and saloon right here in good old agora hills not that far from anybody santa barbara la san diego it's going to be a really good event i'm feeling it yes, you're right. part of it and a big applause to ken, ken again Green. for putting this whole thing together that the logistics of an event like that or you know you, you, know, you know how big they yeah. are, and so and who's what, doing what a difficult thing. Exactly, so, and who's so the, doing he, what? He put this together on the fly so so quickly and yeah. brought it together to be actually a real contribution. Yeah, so. you're, you're awesome. I, I love how you give so much. And you've already acknowledged Lori Reamer, who put us together yes. to do this show with you Thank here. Thank you again, Lori, for Lori, introducing Lori, I know how much you wanted to be here. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, I've been doing this show nine plus years. Oh, my. And in the last four or five, Lori's brought... And Ken's helped She's me the best. bring some great nobody guests. nobody like Laurie, that's uh, for sure. Yeah, because when he was running uh, the music at Bogies, he would say, DC, man, I got Denny Lane from uh, Moody Blues playing. You want to have him on your show? Do I want to have him on my show? Moody Blues were one of my favorite bands of all time. Oh. And he played with Wings. Yeah. And I've said it many times on this show, Wings Over America 1976 was oh my. my favorite concert of all time. Wow. So, but I just, you know, and that's what it's all about. People helping people and just saying, hey, man, check this. And all of them to a person. And I know I can add you to that now. Oh. Are just wonderful people, wonderful well, I'm a talent. Good company, thank you very much. Oh, so RebeccaHolden.com, great website. I love your music. What I've heard, an amazing voice. You. Your acting credits just uh, speak for themselves. And I would like to say thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. Even if you're hearing the podcast, a uh, future date. Anybody who's listening live or before Monday, who's local, please check coming out to the event even um, as Rebecca says you watch it on Streamline streaming I'm sure there's a way where you can contribute as Ken rightfully says this is about the people of the Ukraine they deserve our help our love right now John Lennon said it best Rebecca all we need is love Uh. it seems so simple thank you to the Star Worldwide Networks back in Phoenix Dave the Mayor Pratt he's the man Rockin' Robin Cote, my producer, you've heard her, you've spoken with her. She's yeah. the best. She's written a great book, by the way, called oh. Soul Strings. I've got it on my Must read. my table. It, it is an amazing thing, and it really hits home for me. Um, we'll talk about that later, but she wrote a great book. Thank you, Robin, as always, for handling the phone calls. Thank you. Thank uh, you, Robin. Yeah. And thank it, you, Don, for having me today, and thank you for pro- promoting this wonderful event. Oh, you thank bet. You. That, that's the least I can do, and as Ken says, maybe I'll jump up on a song if, if people Yay! know any. Yeah, hey, gee, twist my, (laughs) I got up at my friend's event the other night and, you know, you would have thought uh, Prince was in the building or something, so it it makes you feel good, you know, because people who think a lot more about it than maybe you do yourself, of course, I always said I got much more enjoyment out of other people's enjoyment of my success than my own. Uh, it was always fun. Nice yeah, respect your police officers. Pray for our troops, Yay. past, present, and future. They, d- I know you're involved in so many uh, charitable things and great causes. I guess just thank you for everything that's positive. Love, 
springs love. Hope springs eternal. Thank you, everybody. Again, Robin, thanks uh, for handling everything. Monday, April 4th, right here at Gory Hills. Be there. Pray for peace over there, that crazy uh, situation that's happening. Yes, yes. I love you all. Thanks again for tuning in to Don Cromwell Live. Good night. Thanks for listening to Don Cromwell Live. Producer, songwriter, musician, and former Air Supply and Eddie Money bassist, Don Cromwell. Every week, Don Cromwell Live connects the artist with you, the fan. Hear Don Cromwell Live as it happens Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. Or on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. And follow Don at Facebook.com slash Don Cromwell. And Twitter at Don Cromwell Live. Don Cromwell Live from Star Worldwide Networks.com.